Hi, I'm Kylie Unell, and eight months ago, I set out on a journey to find and fix my soul. At least, that's what I thought I was doing. It was Elul, the month before the new Jewish year, and in following the Jewish tradition of soul-searching during that month, I tried a bunch of different things to connect to my soul. I wanted to try and be a better version of myself in the new year. Hi, Mom. Sweetheart. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you busy? Not as busy as the person doing my nails, but... <laughs> it's weird because I do this all the time. I, I walk around and talk to myself. This is so normal for me. Now it's like a practice. Oh, there's a animal. What are you? Can I ask you, like, what it is, that the, the actual fear that you're bumping up against? Do you know what that is? Yeah, I, I want to boil it down to pride. And if at any point I ever did something, I do, like, genuinely from the bottom of my heart apologize for that. And I, like, genuinely, genuinely mean that. But at the same time, like, why would that make us feel better? So I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what to do. Through the process of coming to know myself more deeply, the thing that really came out of all the work I did during Elul is that one, I am 100% human, and two, that means I am far from perfect. But I still haven't accepted that. Fast forward to today, and the Jewish tradition is offering up another opportunity to bring the soul back into the picture with a period on the Jewish calendar known as Sefirat HaOmer. This phrase literally translates to the counting of the Omer, the counting of the days between Passover and Shavuot. This all happens because of two lines in Leviticus in chapter 23, where God gives Moses all these instructions around creating sacred time. He literally calls it God's fixed times. In verses 15 through 16, God tells Moses, And from the day on which you bring the Omer offering, the day after the Sabbath, you shall count off seven weeks. They must be complete. You must count until the day after the seventh week, 50 days. Then you shall bring an offering of new grain to God. So on a technical level, Sefirat HaOmer is all about counting the days between bringing one sacrificial offering to the ancient holy temple on Passover to the next holiday that requires a sacrifice, which is the holiday of Shavuot, 49 days later. But I'm not really here because of the counting. God told Moses the times to designate as holy, but he left it up to us to figure out how to make that time meaningful, how to use the time to stretch our souls. So like last time, I'm going to use the opportunity to do some more soul work. The first people to connect the Omer with our souls were the students of the great 16th century mystic rabbi Isaac Luria, known as the Arizal, the man considered the father of contemporary Kabbalah, the book of Jewish mysticism. These guys created a system that breaks down self-growth and soul work into a seven-week process. Each week there's a new trait or attribute of God, and thus ourselves, to focus on. This trait is also called a sephira. Don't worry, there are a few terms that get confused here, but it's all going to make sense, I promise. Back to the Omer. We begin with a week focused on the attribute of chesed, which translates to love, then move on to kavura, strength, tiferet, harmony or balance, 
Netzach, which is victory, Hod, humility, Yisod, foundation, and Malchut, which is a kind of queenly or kingly trait that I really associate with Beyonce. These categories are a way to understand God by breaking down the insanely huge concept of God into knowable, manageable aspects. Through that, we also understand ourselves better, given that we're said to be created in God's image. If you're lost, don't worry. You're not alone. The spheres are something that, and I have to be honest, I, I, I feel that of all the topics in Chassidus that I believe to grasp, it's one of the ones I grasp uh, less because I believe there's so much going on with them, and I feel like I don't, I, don't, I don't grasp enough of it, to be frank. Meet Rabbi Korn, the leader of Chabad House Bowery, and the rabbi who essentially made it rain in the last season of this podcast when he guided me through a prayer practice for my Elul work. We're like in the middle of a hurricane, and the king is speaking without question. The king paints. And we have to ask him, let us let you reign. Not R-E-I-G-N, but you can also reign. In practice, these concepts aren't the easiest to understand. The work doesn't come naturally to everyone. I mean, this is a big deal. Like God's selection of the sphere, you're talking about how God selected like his palette for creation, essentially. But like the code of creation behind the actual creation, the underpinnings of creation. And so... Like, like to say that I understand God, chesed, the spheres of chesed, it's insane. I mean, it's, 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 it's something that's like so real and experiential and um, like absolute that it's hard to, to dissect it. On the flip side, some people really get it, like Toby Kahn, a Jewish artist living in New York who created a sculpture that can be used to count the Omer. I'm obsessed with counting. The Omer to me is something special because it's 49 days. I, I can't think of another holiday that has so many days. And even though there are many uh, traditions for each week, each day has its own uniqueness. And that's what I love. My bar mitzvah was in the middle of May. It was between Pesach and Shavuot. And my Parsha was Emor. And I really didn't want to talk about all the things in the parsha, but I realized that there's a very interesting law of a, of somebody who's born between Pesach and Shavuot of counting the Omer with a bracha or not, because whether you're responsible for counting the Omer before your bar mitzvah with a bracha or not. And then over 40 years later, it took me all that time to think about how to make a Svirata Omer counter. And I made my first one 20 years ago. And what I love about counting the Omer is that each day is its own universe. And even though there are 49 days, each day has its own beauty. My goal with this season is to land somewhere in the middle and bring you along. Helping me is somebody else who's in the middle. Dasi Zar, a badass community leader of Chabad House Bowery's young professional branch called Kihilas Atid. Every week, Dasi is going to talk to me about the trait of the week. So I guess why I love Sphira is because it's the foundation of who we are. We're animals, essentially, and... We're made up of emotions, and we don't have— I have so many emotions. I know. (laughs) I have so many. I have no idea what I'm in store for for the next seven weeks. But if it's anything like last time, I'm sure to be surprised by where I end up.
get the most out of this period, every week I'm going to be exploring the Omer along with you, trying to find different ways to connect to these attributes, trying to get something meaningful out of counting for 49 days. Every week I'm going to read something, talk to someone, and try something connected to the Sphira in hopes of reaching a deeper understanding of that attribute of God and ultimately a deeper understanding of myself. Stay tuned for next week when I kick off this journey with the first Sphira of Chesed and start to explore what it means to work on love and compassion in myself and towards others. Until then, I'm Kylie Unell, and this is 49 Days to Stretch My Soul. Forty Nine Days to Stretch My Soul is a production of Tablet Studios. The show is hosted by me, Kylie Unell, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Josh Cross, Quinn Waller, Robert Scaramuccia, and Sara Fredman Ader. Our team includes Stephanie Butnick, Leah Leibovitz, Mark Oppenheimer, and Tanya Singer. Please go rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps other people discover the show. For more of me, you can follow at Kylie Unell on Instagram. For more information about this or any other of Tablet's podcasts, visit tabletmag.com slash podcasts.